everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by Whitney. Hello. Tia. Hello. And Kelly. Hello. Andrew is, uh, let's just say he's off today. We gave him the day off, <laughs> and uh, he will rejoin us on a future podcast. Uh, we have some reviews that I'm going to go over. I'd like to remind everybody to go to iTunes. Uh, to give your thoughts on the podcast, and you will be entered to win a cool Killing Eve-related prize. And we have several since since last week. From KP Biz, this ish is phenom. Love the back-and-forth banter. Keep it up, gang. Okay, very nice. Well, thank you. I also yeah. say ish a lot, so respect. Yeah. Cool lingo. From Harbor Theater, like when we used to hang out with friends. Very entertaining. Thank you. I have been quarantined at home for eight weeks, and hearing you all laugh and discuss the episode makes me feel better. Very nice. Thank you. From Emster VB, extraordinary, like a rat drinking from a Coke can. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Really enjoy this podcast. I like the level of detail you get into and the different perspectives you bring. Your movie quoting tangents, song singing sidebars, and occasional impressions make me LOL. I often (laughs) listen while mowing the grass and must look like an idiot to my nosy neighbors laughing to myself as I go. Keep up the good work. Killing Eve is an amazing amazing show, and I'm sad when each episode ends, but then I have your podcast to look forward to. Very nice. Yeah. Can I tell a quick tangent about LOL? Yeah. And I can't, I think of this every time I hear it. Uh, my friend's mom thought LOL meant love you lot. And so she got a text from someone that was like something bad had happened to them. Like someone got sick or someone passed away. And so she texted LOL to them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I no. Think about that all the time. That She's like, oh, love you lots. Oh, God. Yikes. No, wow. no, lots of love. Because love you lots would be right. L. Yeah. Lots of love. I gotcha. Lots of uh, love. And I'm just like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's very funny, but also that is a cringer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also such an honest mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and our last review comes from Villanelle Obsessive uh, from just mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, the discussion I was looking for. All right. Uh, stumbled across your podcast. Fantastic show name. Thank you. And I'm loving it. It's been fun listening to past episodes to review the series. Your tangents are great time capsules. Looking forward to hearing your opinions on the upcoming season. Great. Nice. Oh, right. people uh, so are being so nice. We yeah, went. So nice. We went the full week without a negative review, <laughs> which Mike, don't jinx it. Since <laughs> incident uh, is uh, is at seven right now oh jeez! Uh, no yeah. now there's gonna be that one person who's like i'll show them they're on their high horse and uh yeah just to be clear i'm not asking for negative reviews i'm <laughs> this is not i'm not lighting the beacons for people to go to itunes and um take a shit on us uh i'm just saying that uh we didn't we didn't get one and i'm happy about that yeah pleasant surprise all right yeah. uh does anybody have anything they want to plug quickly social media is anything at all just be careful out there, man. That's my yeah. priority. Sure. <laughs> no, seriously, um, take care of yourselves and your family members. And uh, yeah, that's all. No plugs. <laughs> no plugs. Be nice to each yeah. other. That's a plug. All right. 
Cool. Well, I will echo all of that, but also <laughs> add a plug. Um, <laughs> Whoa, big shot. Uh, studyhallshow.com. That's a the website for a show that I direct uh, called Study Hall, comedy inspired by lectures. And we have shows every Wednesday at 8 p.m. online through the month of May. College lectures inspiring the comedy. Public health officials coming on and giving, giving lectures. Um, and comedians sitting around and talking about what they learned or didn't learn and also cracking wise about the lecture and the lecturers themselves. So it's, um, uh, it's laughs and learning from the comfort of your own home. It's a good time. Check it out. Studyhallshow.com. All right. First impressions on this episode. Tia, what do you got? All right. Uh, season three, episode five, uh, Happy Mother's Day? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> uh, what a very on theme for uh, for that Sunday uh, for Villanelle to visit her mom on Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, this was probably my favorite Killing Eve episode ever. Um, I cried twice. Um, Jody's acting was phenomenal and I do yeah. not use the word phenomenal often uh yeah I'll I'll say that and then I'll add more as we talk through the episode but it was amazing sure yeah Kelly I agree this was I don't know if this was my favorite episode of the series thus far but it was without a doubt my favorite episode of the season um so far um I thought like this episode went back to what the show um, does so well or did so well it's kind of tapered off but does so well is like writing like specific um just writing specifically for characters and there were a lot of really awesome characters in this um in this episode and it was so cool to kind of see Villanelle kind of the roles reversed I felt like she for the first time kind of felt like a more grounded person at least for a majority of the episode and then her family seemed really absurd um and to kind of see her out of her comfort zone was like really exciting instead of seeing her just like owning every situation she's in Mm -hmm. so yeah I thought it was like it was really fun I agree with Tia um Jodie Comer's acting was awesome that like final scene was yeah. so that final shot was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. Go. Cool. Whitney. Uh yeah, I agree with all that. I really liked it. I thought it was very visually pretty too. Um it was a nice switch up instead of like jumping all around. Like I feel like so many episodes this season it was just like a lot of jumping around. And it was nice just to stay in one story. Um I totally didn't realize it was Mother's Day. What happened? It was a little Game of Thrones moment there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really great. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with all that too. Um, definitely enjoyed the episode and yeah, is my favorite of the season so far and one of my favorite of the series. Uh, and it was nice to just kind of focus in on one character for the entirety of the series, which I don't know that they've done for an entire series or a se- uh, episode to this point. Um, to not even have a glimpse or a scene at the beginning or end with uh, Eve or any other character, I thought was an interesting choice and one I'm completely behind. I really enjoyed it. Um, and we also had a, we'll talk about it when we get to our locks segment, but we have, we have a couple things that are on the board. Uh, possibly there's one with uh, the father 
who is a Harry Potter actor. So Andrew is potentially on the board, but Ooh. we shall. This, we I want to argue this one. Um, so we'll we'll see where that goes. All right. Wait, what's the? Okay, I'm what excited. Why are we arguing it? He's an actor, right? From well, Harry Potter. He said that another Harry Potter actor will join the series in a big way or in a major oh. way. Oh. So I'm. I think the major way. I don't know. Wow, Andrew yeah. really kicked himself in the butt with that addition. Yeah, so we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> in a little keep bit more after when we get to the uh, the locks. But for now, um, we go to the actual show. So we are in Mother Russia, and Villanelle is heading down the road with her uh, headphones on, backpack on, and uh, she's got a truck that's kind of trying to get through. Um, I don't know if she hears it and is ignoring it, but she eventually just lets it pass. What do you think she's listening to? Wow. It's a great question. Lizzo? More distracted by her backpack. Her backpack? Yeah, it looks like a cool, like, Herschel backpack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kept trying to see what kind it was because I was like, do I need to get that backpack? (laughs) Do I need that? Do I need that? I love those pants. Yeah. Those pants were pretty fantastic. I could honestly, she could have been anything from like a podcast to like classical music to like Hanson. I don't know. I feel like no matter what she <laughs> listens to, no I wouldn't, or what she was listening to, I wouldn't have been surprised. Now yeah. I'm curious likes- which podcast she would be listening to. <laughs> see, I don't see her as a podcast person. Definitely not. No, I feel like she has too short of attention span. Yeah. Well, she she likes. Okay, anthems, I'm alone in this one. Remember, she said she <laughs> likes uh, anthems. Like national anthems. Oh, I she just there's a national, national anthem, anthem podcast. Anthem. Yeah, she just has her national anthem playlist. <laughs> yeah, rock that definitely out. exists. Yeah, doesn't get updated very often. <laughs> but it's it's mainly one playlist. <laughs> yeah, um, I wish you could have multiple playlists and just like separate them by continent. I guess. Yes, it's not a bad idea. There are I a lot was, of anthems um, if you think about it. Tia. Uh, I was, uh, sorry, interrupting the anthem talk, uh, but I was thrown off because when they started the scene, because the last episode, everything was like Villanelle, Carolyn, Constantine, like they change it up by describing the characters before each, mm-hmm. uh, you know, each scene started, uh, or segment. And so when they started off and it was like mother, I was like, oh, we're, are we just focusing on the mother? And then it was like Russia. <laughs> so they combine like person, place, oh. Put it together. It's a place. Because I didn't know, how are they going to do the displays this time? Because they've been so all over the place experimental with this stuff. Yeah. I still don't understand why they're doing that so much. Like, they did it with Mother Russia, and then they did it with, like, the Harvest Festival. It's like, dude, we would know. (laughs) We will know that this is the festival. Yeah. It's just, like, whoever's in charge of that now is, like, really going all in. Yeah. Yeah. We're the... Uh, for the last episode, I mean, that was just to show us that, you know, things were happening. This is their story at that time. This is their story at that kind of same same time. The only breakaway there was Dasha's, which was kind of sandwiching everything, everything else. But, um, yeah, it is kind of odd that they're just labeling everything now, anything and everything. But <laughs> yeah. whatever. Maybe the labeler got either... Uh a raise or is pushing for a raise. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'll show you I'll what show I can do. Them. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'll yes, show them what I can do. For my review, I would like to point out um, I had 37 uh, labels this season. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they were like, we're going to, uh, so we're going to cut the, the label uh, <laughs> display budget. And he's like, the hell you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just don't find them useful. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. All right. So she's walking down. Um, didn't pack much. So I don't know no. how long she's anticipating staying, or maybe she is just like, I'll buy new clothes when I get there, if I'm going to stay or not. Um, but she she arrives at the house. We got a dog tied up. We got cows. Uh, she goes in, she looks at all the photos, and that is, I, I recognize him as uh, Karkaroff from Harry Potter, from the Durmstrang School. Um, and I checked the eavesdropping mail and um, our water cooler Twitter, and we did have a couple people, people were watching for this Harry Potter more than just about any other uh, of our locks. People seemed very interested and invested in whether or not a Harry Potter character was coming up because we got somebody emailing us saying like, um, Harry Potter watch, <laughs> which, wow. uh, and then someone also tweeted at us, which may have been the same person. I'm not sure. Um, just drawing attention to the fact that it's, it's a person from Harry Potter. I'm a big Potterhead. I'm going to see it, but I appreciate everybody is listening that closely oh. <laughs> and invested in our stupid, uh, stone cold locks. Uh, system that we have going on. It's wonderful. And we're going to yeah. award some points tonight. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, we'll discuss the uh, giving out of points. Um, so she's seeing what's on the stove, kind of going through things, checking out some yarn. Um, and then she's interrupted by Borka. Um, Borka is, I guess, her stepbrother. I guess you would call him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he comes into the kitchen and or half, no, wait, half-brother, right? Yeah, I guess half-brother, step-brother. Are those different? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Who's Who Who first interrupted her? Was it the... It, oh, yeah, was it, was it the baby? The baby I guess boy, right? It's half-brother through half blood and boy. step-brother is marriage? Yeah. So if it was baby boy, I just named him baby boy in my notes. <laughs> I think it's Boris. But baby boy is half-brother. And then the guy who was dating the blonde girl who's in the dance team, like the Russian destiny's child, yeah. that uh, is the stepbrother. Gotcha. But then the, but then baby boy is another half brother. That's Tatiana's son. Yeah. The only okay. brother <laughs> is uh, Peter. Your turn. Peter. Yeah. yeah. Um, the others are half step, whatever. So Bjorka, uh, not Bjorka, Bordka, uh, uh, Bjorn Bjorg comes in, uh, <laughs> Bjork comes in and uh, she says, he's like, you know, who are you? Who are you? Uh, you speak English. And he's like, yeah, Elton John is English, <laughs> which I was not expecting all of the Elton John shit that this episode dished out. I was here I for it. it, but oh. Yeah. I was here for every step, but for a minute I was like, are we going to get an EJ cameo? <laughs> I was like yeah. full on expecting to like them to go to an EJ concert. That really didn't happen at all, but I kind of was hoping for it. Uh, at the end of the season, if we don't have uh, a credits thing where um, Borka is at an Elton John concert, 
this show really missed uh, an opportunity. Oh, I'll stop watching. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be the very end of the season. It'll be over. Um, yeah. All right. So he comes into the kitchen. Yeah, Alan John is English. Uh, he asks her the title of the episode, Are You From Pinner? Uh, Watford? No, no, I'm not from any of these places. And then we get Eula entering. Um, she doesn't pay them any mind. She just goes in the fridge, grabs something, heads back out, and Fyodor uh, pops in. He is Vorka's half-brother um, and is wondering if they rented out his room again. Airbnb, did they Airbnb my room again? <laughs> yeah. And then we get the dad coming in, which is um, the Harry Potter actor. And then Eula comes back. They're all just wondering who the fuck she is, is the, the whole gist of this scene. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they don't really believe her. He's like, call the cops. No, no, you don't have to call the cops. What we do if you don't tell us who the fuck you are. And then she says, ask, ask Piotr. Piotr. How do you say it? Piotr. I say Piotr. Wait, Piotr. 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 I say Piotr. <laughs> I think it'd be one of those I just don't say his name because I'm not confident <laughs> at all. And I'm just like, hey, bud. All right. So Pierre Carter, uh comes <laughs> comes in and uh, he recognizes her immediately. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she s- tells him that he looks like grandma. <laughs> is that good or bad? I don't know. I haven't seen grandma. I mean, he wasn't horrible. So I think good. Yeah, I think he had nice features. Yeah, he had very like early nineties hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. earliest of nineties. <clears throat> grandma may have been a very handsome woman. No, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why are grandmas the only ones called handsome? Grandma? It's like I feel like when you get to a certain age, it's like, oh, what a handsome lady. Yeah, handsome <laughs> is one of those. I think gendered has has gotten to be a gendered um, a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, typically refer to a um, a female identifying person as handsome, but back then, older people for sure. It yeah, seems anyone. like oh, I oh think go anyone, ahead, Gia. Anyone? I think anyone can be handsome. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look at the. I think I just perceive handsome as meaning like able-bodied. It's like, oh, they're an able-bodied person. Yeah, oh. I don't know that that's at all what it means. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hence, this that's is how you. I perceive it. <laughs> Well, well, what's it's handsome wrong. mean to you, Mike? Uh, good looking, respectable. But there's like a tone. <laughs> there's like a tone to it. Okay. Okay. All right. They're handsome. <laughs> All right. They can uh, lift a big, heavy box. <laughs> is how I take that. All right. Um. So, Grandma's handsome. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> the oh, also on Eula's shirt, uh, it says um what you going to do about it, <laughs> which I just thought was funny. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, so they go to um, Borka's room and it is an Elton John museum. Uh, there oh, yeah. is EJ memorabilia all over the place. Um, uh, what do you, and he's asking like, what do you think Elton would eat if he was in, you know, this Berlin? Place? Yeah, what do you think he would eat if he was here? What do you think if he would, would eat if he was there? Um, and this kid is saving for an Elton John farewell tour uh, show in London, 
which good for him. Yeah. yeah. Everybody had their concert they were saving up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mom arrives back. Oh, and- wait, wait. Can we talk about the glasses and the wig? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like, I, do, I don't know. I think immediately I was so excited about Villanelle's bond with Borka. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it transitions from like this moment where, you know, she's seeing her family for the first time. She doesn't know what to expect. And then all of a sudden she just jumps right in to kicking it with the youngest kid. And that's who she has the bond with. Not, you know, it's not like her and her brother went off to have a conversation. It's like, that's my sister. And then cut to her in the little boy's room with glasses, with the wig playing dress up, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was cool. Yeah, I think it's a good uh, a good discussion point. It, she is a kid. We've talked about this on the mm-hmm. podcast. She she behaves as a child in a lot of ways, and she seems very underdeveloped in a lot of ways. Uh, so I think in some ways she is about that kid's age, maybe emotionally. Uh, we see her try to. She even says, "Like I want to be treated like a child," to mm-hmm. her to her mom. Uh, in later on in this episode. So for her to immediately gravitate toward the kid, which she kind of throughout the series has had um, kind of fun moments with, with kids um, kind of makes sense. Aside from dude from season two, who she killed. She's Gabriel is a, um, a, an assisted, like an, she was yeah. helping him. <laughs> yeah. She was the Kevorkian of the situation. Yeah. And- and rocked his pajamas. Yes. Yeah. 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 In in memoriam. All <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, right. And that was Gabriel, right? Wasn't that? His yeah. Name? Gabriel. Sweet yeah. Gabriel. Yeah. Angel boy. <clears throat> Face yeah. like a pizza. He said. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So mom arrives back, and oh. she immediately starts freaking out. She's running around the house, opening up doors, trying trying to get out of there. Um, she's just kind of freaking out. Um, and uh, she, the mom comes in, recognizes her right away, drops the bags, starts crying, and then runs up and hugs her. Um, and Villanelle here looks also like very uncomfortable. Hell yeah! Uh, she doesn't seem like she knows how to how to react. You are. It's like you, my mama, but you ain't. My, but you ain't my mom. Like I know what you did. I know what you did last. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good movie. Yeah. <laughs> good callback. Last, last summer at the orphanage. No, I, so two thoughts. So this is actually the first time I cried um, in the episode mm. when just her reaction, her immediate reaction, because, you know, hello, we built this relationship with Villanelle and you finally see her mom, which I'm shocked they showed her mom, uh, and just her immediately breaking down and crying. But then knowing what happens at the end and just throughout, I was like, wait a second, this is a ruse. Cause whatever she told the family, you know, like the orphan, Oh, I left her there and I wanted her back. And where's my baby. It's like, she has to react in a way that makes sense for the story she told. Cause how do you justify her later on being like, get out of my house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like for the whole episode, there's something weird going on with mom. Yeah. Like mom is always, she seems like very tense and just like, like she's up to something. Um, so I was just waiting to see like what her deal was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so mom and 
Villanelle are having a talk, uh, and she was told that Villanelle died in a fire at the orphanage, a fire which Villanelle set, uh, and she said that she burned the place down, and Villanelle was like, ah, there's one floor, two at most. Um, and she says, you killed many people. Well, many is a very loose term. Um, and asking why she didn't leave. She, Villanelle asks the mom why she didn't leave. Piotr. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to call him Peter for this episode. Piotr. Um, Piotr. Uh, why she didn't leave Peter. Because all he did was cry. Um, and they're looking over the photo album. She's, she's like, oh, wow, my head was bulbous. <laughs> so Constantine was correct on that one. Uh, <laughs> and there was also a fun moment where uh, Peter was like, oh, that's me. And she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she didn't say, but her, her expression and motion was just Great. like, uh, yeah, so <laughs> what about it? Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I loved all these, like, we said this in the beginning, but just seeing like how normal quote unquote Villanelle was. Cause initially I, I was, you know, initially she didn't come there to kill nobody. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I, I like how drawn out it was. Cause we got to see, we just, all, this whole thing was Villanelle. So all those little reactions, it was so good to see how cool. Yeah. She was. You like, were she's able a big to sister. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you saw like, very like human reaction i mean as human as villanelle can possibly react but like you i don't know it was really fun to see her uncomfortable yeah like and to see her Mm -hmm. react to those situations that she's just like never she hasn't been in since she was a kid Mm -hmm. yeah she was completely thrown off balance throughout uh and see you just mentioned that she originally she didn't come there to to kill anyone I'm not so sure uh, that she. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no. yeah, her mom. Well then. Uh, good. I, oh, so yeah, yeah I, I think when I've seen her, <laughs> when we've seen her, wait, what was that noise? <laughs> anyway, when we've seen her, like in scenes, you know, where she's, you know, hanging out with the family or kids or different people, we know, oh, she's there for a mission mm-hmm. or she has to kill or assassinate so-and-so. But with this, it was more about like, I need to find my family. Where's my family? How was I as a baby? And so, and then I think if it was this thing like, oh, I'm going to kill my mom when I see her, I, I feel like she wouldn't try to like escape the house as soon as her mom showed up. So I don't think she originally planned to kill her mom in the beginning. So it was mm-hmm. just nice to see how she operates without us, you know, at least going in being like, Oh, this is a, this is a mission. Yeah. A uh, counterpoint. Yes. Uh, in favor of her going there, not with necessarily the intention to kill, but the possibility in her head uh, didn't pack much. So there's yeah. that. Uh, and her trying to escape when mom shows up could also be second thoughts about following through with the possibility of having to, to do this because still blood. Um, she, she clearly harboring some resentment for, for her, but it's still blood and maybe she didn't want to have that on her. And we see that when she does follow through, this shit is, it's eaten at her. Oh yeah. It's eaten at her for sure. Um, yeah, just a, just a thought. Uh, if you, have any thoughts, you can always email us at eavesdropping at watercooler.com or tweet at us 
at Water mm-hmm. Cooler. All right. Uh, so, yeah, um, they're looking at this photo album, and Villanelle says, "Where's Where's Dad? There has to be a picture before he, of him before he died." And Mom quickly changes the subject. So we we don't have any images of uh, of Dad. We don't even hear any real talk of him. So what's that all about? She killed him, didn't she? It's possible. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> She's like, oh. but didn't maybe. at the very end weren't they like saying how he left? Mm-hmm. And she w- and Villanelle was like. Yeah, she um he left because of you and then she's like no, he left because of you. Yeah. But that's also a kid probably repeating back what mom may have said. Like I don't know that Villanelle watched him like walk out the door, right? Um so much sure. as mom may have said that he that he left or we don't know, we could have staged a, a note or something that says that that he's that he's leaving. Sure. What would be her reason for killing him? The only reason I'm guessing... Oh, wait. Whitney, were you going to say something? No. (laughs) Whitney's like, I haven't moved in 20 years. (laughs) I'm just like... I'm like, I I don't know what happened to him. It's a very, like, what, Carol Barnett? Is that... Carol Baskins? Yeah. Carol Burnett? Carol Burnett? Yeah, is that a a real person? The comedic icon killed her husband. <laughs> the national treasure? <laughs> yes. I'm starting the rumor here. She killed her husband. <laughs> oh, no. I could see Mrs. Hannigan, who she famously it started here. Her husband. Yeah. For, oh, by the way, that reminds me. A couple times on this podcast since we started season three, I accidentally called Carolyn Carol, even though I know it's Carolyn, but it's like I've been all in like Tiger King world. And so I'm like, sure. and Carol from MI. It's like, yeah, anyway. So I know I said it, but Carol Baskins was on the brain. Sure. Anyway, back to Villanelle's mom killing the daddy. The only reason I'm guessing that as a speculation, you know, obviously we don't, we don't know from what we viewed in the episode, um, is just Villanelle saying, I am my mother's daughter. Um, we're alike, all of that. So I find it hard to believe that her mother hasn't killed before, especially mm-hmm. when we see these like underlying controlling and, um, you know, sociopathic tendencies with how she's abusing this poor baby boy. Yeah. This- how do you abuse somebody who's like a nine-year-old fan of Elton John? I don't know his age, but he looked nine. But um, I, how do you do it? Like, oh, that was so. I mean, you kill somebody before. You're obviously not an Elton John fan. That <laughs> she's more Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's more BJ. One or the other. BJ and EJ. <laughs> All right. Um, where are we with this? So. Yeah, uh, she's looking over those. We don't know where where Dad is. And uh, oh, here's one of you punching me in the face. Ah. That's, that's a good punch. Okay. Uh, so then we go to they're playing a card game, and you have uh, Fyodor. Fyodor. Um, not sure how to say it, uh, but he is. They don't reveal that it's a card game right away, but he's like, she looks like a killer. That one there, she looks like killer. She mm-hmm. killed, she killed before, um, and it's a card game, and she's not the killer. Who's the killer? Mom. Mom's the Mom. killer. Yeah. Uh, again, supports my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's some. She also she revealed evidence. 
she revealed that card so creepy. Yeah. She like <laughs> put it up to her face and she was like, who, me? And I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. Um, I feel like she like kissed it too. Maybe not, but I feel like it was a lot of lip like reveal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just full on licked it. <laughs> yeah. uh, we learned that uh, Peter likes to sleep in the barn and then they do a toast uh, to my girl who has finally come home. And then Bill and I was like, oh, I never actually lived here before, um, but I'll go along with it for the moment. Yeah. yeah. She's like, but for the sake of the moment, I'll do yes. it. <laughs> for for the sake of the moment, I will uh, go along with it. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. PR <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then some music starts playing, and they start all doing the um, uh, accompaniment for Crocodile Rock. The uh, classic Elton John hit, Crocodile Rock. Uh, that good. song still rocks. It does. <laughs> yeah, and they rock. It rocks. They, uh, um, one thing with the toast, Phil and didn't take her toast, right? She, like, yeah. threw it? Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, she I was with, just like, that's messy. Yeah. Which is another thing to support the possibility that maybe she... Uh, needed her her wits about her for the different things yeah. that, were, that were coming up, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and she doesn't probably just doesn't trust her mom. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, no, you you tried to get rid of me before when I was a baby. Yeah. So they, they get up and they start doing, they slowly ease into this family, this group, Crocodile Rock Dance-Off. And uh, this... In an episode that is, in a show that's out there, in an episode that's kind of outside the norm for this show, this is a moment that is the most absurd, uh, one of the most absurd moments in this show's history. I loved it. I thought it was really fun, but it's also like, what is happening? It was amazing. Yeah. I... Well, first I was just like, God, this song is good. (laughs) The whole time I was like, this song holds up. Um, love that song. And it was just, it was amazing that everyone had their own dance move. And then the one, like, her stepbrother, um, yeah, yeah, like, started just whipping out some bonkers, crazy moves. Like, he Mm -hmm. was really feeling it. Yeah. Um, And you get Borka coming in out of nowhere with the star glasses and the boa around his neck. Like, (laughs) yeah. Were they, did they talk about this beforehand? It's like because, a tradition, damn. probably. What's that? Like a family tradition. Yeah. Or it's Every- like, it's one of those things where it's like your kid loves EJ. At any point, you probably know he's going to put it on. <laughs> and yeah. you're just going to all have to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love that scene. Yeah. And then when I'm- Villanelle, it like all got really absurd when Villanelle like went to the center and started moving her body in the strangest (laughs) way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then it was also one of the best, like, cause I've complained before uh, about how AMC inserts their commercials in this show. It's always at weird times. It has nothing to do with the show itself. um, So it's not a criticism on that, but this particular cut, was perfect because she immediately she starts um and then it cuts uh, oh amazing perfect it's great amazing really and And the like the law that like um part of the song had like stopped 
<laughs> and then she, that's when she chimed in. It, yeah, I agree. It was like the timing was incredible. Yeah. The buildup was good too. Cause you almost couldn't tell how she was going to react. Like, mm-hmm. is she going to be upset? Is she going to break down? Is she going to be in? So it was kind of a surprise when she was into it and joined yeah. in. Yeah. All right. So uh, Peter is in um, a barn uh, or an area of uh, of the land where he is <laughs> destroying a couch. It's he's got his own personal rage room, is what's happening here, um, which I haven't gotten to yet. Hopefully, uh, there are some rage rooms in Philly that survive the pandemic, because Ooh. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to get out, get out to go in and start destroying some shit. That scene was, I was like, oh, Jesus, I just want to beat some, like, I just want to destroy a car with a bat or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really was, like, jealous of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's got his own rage room. He's destroying some things. And uh, Villanelle comes in. They kind of start having a little bit of a uh, a heart-to-heart. She remembers that he wanted to be a fireman. He says, yeah, but that's until I learned that I was scared of heights. Um, and he says that um you seem to have a good life you've traveled all around is that why you became a pilot and she was like uh yeah yes <laughs> yeah pilot that's the ticket yeah pilot yeah <laughs> pilot that's what i am yeah fly around yeah, <laughs> yeah high in the sky yes yeah i got my wings on yeah see <laughs> all right so yeah he doesn't remember dad uh i don't know how much younger Peter is than Oksana, um, but he doesn't really remember um, her. Uh, she says that he was funny. He was strong. He taught me how to fight. And he was much better than mom, mm-hmm. um, which is another interesting point and strike against her. Um, and he says that he beats the crap out of the sofa so he doesn't have to beat the crap out of people. And she says, just beat the crap out of people. It will make you feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he asks her, did you think that we were dead too? And she said, yeah, they told me that you died in the car crash. So I immediately thought of Gabriel when she said that <laughs> car crash. Yeah. Cause his parents died in a car crash. Um, so anyway, I just thought about that. Like the fact that she was a kid thinking her family died in a car crash. Um, but also the whole day just wondering when Dasha fits into that story and, the 12 and Constantine and like who was communicating what to who. And so I don't know if they'll do a flashback on Villanelle's orphanage days. I would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And she was taken out of the orphanage for the training of things, right? Well, I think she burned it. Wasn't it after she burned everything down? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I think like in the, from what I remember from the books, She's like somewhat recruited because of her bad behavior. Yeah. It's like she did some she did some stabbings or what have you. Um and they were like, "Yes, her. She seems good." <laughs> good. <laughs> and then she went and like trained to be an assassin in like the gulag. It's like super cool. Yeah. That's a great word. I, I don't know word. if I used it right. It's handsome. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? No, I'm feeling pretty gulag. <laughs> pretty, 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 pretty gulag. Uh, so they are now, uh, Peter and Villanelle go out to eat at this 
um, multi-purpose room. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. at a banquet hall. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's going to be a festival. You have some people that are setting up some flags, and uh, they're eating what looks to be a pretty good meal. Oh, it looks, it looks so good. Like, yeah, it looks great. Uh, <laughs> and he says that there's going to be a festival, and she's like, "It'll." Uh, he says, "It'll be fun. I promise." And she, she says, "You you can't promise that." You can't promise that. No, it's it's a good point. It is. It yeah. Is a good point. Um, and she does not like her mom. And <laughs> that's an, she, it just keeps getting drilled that she yeah. does not like her mom. Um, and she wants Peter to leave. Don't let her control you. Don't let her dictate how you live your life. Uh, you know, get out of here. Um, and she, he asks her why she came here. And she says, because I have the hiccups. Okay. All right, Bill, now. Um, he sits down next to her in a weird, uh, weird but fun moment uh, and puts his head down on her shoulder. <laughs> Just, what are you doing? <laughs> We're having a moment. We're having a moment, huh? And uh, look, it's me and my sister having lunch. (laughs) Such a weirdo. Yeah. And uh, Nadeja, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, um, is like, yeah, I see. Big fucking deal. So what? Mm -hmm. Who cares? Um, And she's like, that's that's Nadeja. She has been cooking for me my whole life. And every year she makes uh, Poroshki. And she's won every year for the last 19 years. But this year... There's a new entrance, a new um, participant in the festival in this particular contest. Um, Borka is going to be making one of his own because there's a prize and he wants to win the prize money so that he can go and see Elton John in concert. So he's got a plan. Good for him. That's a a big jump though. It's like, oh, this year, like I'm going to, you know, run – Track against, I don't know, who's a famous track person? Uh, Carl yeah. Lewis. Is that his sure. name? Sure. So I was thinking someone newer, but yeah, that uh, guy. <laughs> Usain Bolt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I was just Usain like, Bolt. oh, this year, I'm, I mean, it's like if this lady has won every year and she's been, like, she's a pro and you got baby boy Elton going cook. But he's cool. got, you can't crush dreams like study. that, Tia. Yeah. You can't crush <gasps> dreams like that. You got to you got to let the kid make the Poroshki. You got to maybe let him lose, but then be like, "Listen, she won last the last nineteen years, but good, you know, good on you for trying." Uh, yeah, that's just like saying that don't try anything if someone's been good yeah. at it. Like, Tia, <laughs> we to crush it. <laughs> no, so many people are good at that. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously this person's gonna win. <laughs> no, you got to have someone run against. You never know. Tia, they said and it's the not form- like oh go. Okay. I was just going to say, they, they said the four-minute mile could never happen until it did. Yeah. And then and it's, it's been broken not- every time. for It's repeatedly been broken since. It's just like, don't try. They said it's not possible. <laughs> no. And it's not, like, it's not like a marathon where, like, it does, I think, like, to just run a marathon tomorrow would be hard. It's like, oh, okay, you follow a recipe good in a good way. <laughs> okay. And then it should be Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, but even in those situations, those people trained for it. I just felt like they set that baby up for failure. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's like you, you gotta fail. Yeah. But he also, 
he's probably been trying hers for the past however old he is like he's been probably studying up being like okay how can i improve on this yeah uh see what he probably didn't realize is that the fix was in Mm. so she's been doing this for 19 years it's uh her name's on the ballot it's just it's just muscle memory at this point so (laughs) no matter what yeah poor borka was uh Mm. out of his element and banging his head dang yeah, he is. Uh, I didn't like that. There's some self harm going on there. Mm, for baby, sure. yeah. Um, Dude, he loves EJ. We got to get him a couch. Get him a couch to beat up. Yeah, yeah go be up, go be a PR Tar's couch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, PR Tar, can I stay on your couch? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, where are we at? Uh, so we go home to. Uh, their house and Fyodor <laughs> and um, what's her face uh, are on the couch. Villanelle's there and they're watching a, a moon, a moon landing documentary. And he's going on about this because not only is he, does he believe the moon landing was fake? He believes the moon landing was fake to um, disguise, cover up the fact that the earth is flat. He's a flat earther. And lizard people. Uh, so this dude is watching uh, like 4chan, 8chan, uh, Fox News. He is buying into every conspiracy theory uh, on the fringe. He's on the fringe of everything, this dude. Yeah. We got a, would you call him a conspiracy theorist? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and his boo. Yeah, oh, that I, I was call him so one of the most uh, conspiracy-minded of conspiracy theorists. Sure. Theorists. But then it was worth it because we got that incredible laugh from Villanelle. Oh. <laughs> Love the uh, laugh. Yes. The, the laugh from the previews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, so we good. have... Which is yeah. the right reaction. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. So we have that, and I got to bring this up because we have this. And we have from our own Tia. <laughs> and that happened way before we even knew that reaction existed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's funny because, you know, people type ha ha ha, and some of my laughs are actually, it's between a ha 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 and a ha 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 ha. But you know what? I felt so close to Villanelle in that moment, not just because of the laugh, but more because that moment where you're surrounded by really ignorant relatives. And it's like, wait, you really, Oh my God, you really believe this. Like you're not joking. Um, Yeah. I couldn't like, I remember I actually had a conversation. It wasn't a relative, but it was a friend, but someone hopefully, hopefully don't have any listeners who believe this, but if they are sorry, but not sorry. Cause Whoa. Uh, But I was talking to someone who actually believed that Obama was Muslim (laughs) And it was one of those things, like, they were like, oh, he's a Muslim. And even if he is, so what? It's all good. But he's not. And so they were so convinced. And I was like, oh, my God, I actually met somebody in real life who thought that. And I started laughing because I thought they were joking. Yeah. But they aren't, y'all. They're out there. Yeah. They're no, like Bigfoot, but only easier so to find. There's so many people out there. There's a whole, I don't know what channel it is. I'm not plugging it. It was good, though. There's a whole flat earther <laughs> documentary. And it's just like. It was so bonkers watching it because the two top people at the Flat Earth Conspiracy 
like they're so quick to jump to conspiracies and like not trust anything that they each think the other person works for the CIA <laughs> and is trying to like infiltrate. And the one woman, the one woman's like, well, he thinks I work for the CIA because we take like my, let the, like my name and reshuffle the letters. It spells CIA or something. And she's like, I keep trying to tell him I'm not. And then she's like convinced he's a spy. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> You guys are like, where does it end? It's such a dangerous, like mental spiral to get into because I mean, you can essentially find enough quote unquote evidence to like believe whatever you want. So I feel like it's just, Oh God, it's so, where does it end? Uh, Go ahead, Whitney. Spoiler. The documentary ends with them trying to like some other people in the flat earth. They're being like, well, we're going to do our own experiment to prove them wrong about this like light and if it's round then it should do this uh the experiment proves them wrong and they're just (laughs) like huh (laughs) and then it just ends and i was like oh well i love that i guess we gotta do some soul searching uh Uh, whitney turned me on to that documentary that was behind the curve right oh yeah did you watch so good right yeah and the guy that was doing his his mind exercises (laughs) what a goof it's, but it's like crazy how there's so many people in that movement now. You're just like, I guess people just want to belong to stuff. So it's yeah. like, this, it's like a way to connect with people. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But another big flat earther just died in his rock homemade rocket ship. So dangerous. <laughs> oh, oh God! Wait, he died in his homemade <laughs> rocket ship. Yeah, there's another documentary. I watch a lot of these. Pretty cool. Um, I think that one's on Amazon. But he like keeps making his own rockets, like shoot himself into. It's not space. He's not getting that high. But he wants to like take photos to show that the Earth is flat. Oh, um, but it's literally like science school experiment looking rocket, like just a little <laughs> tube that he gets like, like strapped cardboard. Into. Yeah. And some giant guy jumps on it and shoots it. Not really, but like <sighs> just a bunch of paper towel rolls. Pretty much. And uh yeah, he uh finally rest in peace. He died in a rocket because I mean we all he, he made it himself with all his buddies so dude i don't trust anything i make myself oh <laughs> let alone a rocket no like get out of here i wouldn't know oh he died doing what he loved i guess yeah questioning logic <laughs> uh so peter is a flat earther uh believes the moon was moon landing was faked and that uh we are uh overseen by a bunch of lizard people. So that's cool. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, we get that nice villain I'll laugh. Uh, we go to Borka, who is hitting his head against the wall in, oh. in his room. And uh, Villano just kind of walks past. is like, oh, what the fuck's going on there? Um, and Peter is in the kitchen helping him make uh, the poroshki, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, and it's for the contest. And uh, she goes out and she talks to dad. Uh, Not before commenting that it looks like shit. She just, she is doing what Dasha did to her when she made the cake. She's like, oh, that looks garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, she sees the dad out in the the garden and goes out and has a talk. 
She asks him how many times he's been married, three, and she asks which one was his favorite. Uh, she comments that mom was never was never really like how she is now. Um, and he kind of says that the mom was sad about Villanelle and that she <clears throat> sad about what she dumped her at an orphanage. Um, and she, he says, he comments that she still doesn't tell me everything and that she cries every night. And Villanelle says that she's, well, maybe it's because she feels like dirt for letting her family down. So, yeah. Yeah. What is she crying every night about? What do you think? Killing that, killing her husband? <laughs> Carol Baskins <laughs> killed her husband. Carol's uh, at it again. <laughs> Man, who, who knows? And I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if the husband can be trusted. In the background, you have Tatiana, aka Mommy Dearest, peeking through the curtain. You know, mm. uh, it, she might have even talked to him earlier to say hey if she asked about the orphanage just say i've been crying every night about it okay yeah. come on yeah i mean or she like she could be if she did kill her husband she could be like feel super guilty about that but also feel a lot of guilt about abandoning her daughter i mean even though they have like a tempestuous. Darn it! I wanted to use a big word and I can't say it. <laughs> tempestuous. Oh, <laughs> Even though they have a turbulent relationship, <laughs> um, like you could still feel just super shitty about something you did. Yeah. Or Tia, what you say, what you said, um, sounds pretty accurate too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey, no problem. Hey, I'll give credit where credit is due. Thanks. All right, <laughs> uh, so we'll go to the. Uh, well, before that. Before we go to the festival, mom gives her a dress. Is that what that is? Looked like a jumpsuit. <laughs> I thought it was a jumpsuit, but I think it was. A, I, we never really saw the bottoms. Yeah, the, yeah, just the top. Story. And did, correct me if I'm wrong, but did she, did she say that she had already adjusted it for her, for her size? She guessed. Yeah, it yeah. Did not look very well adjusted, unless that's how it's supposed to fit, which is not at all. Well, I mean, how do you all, know that? That's that's this. I'm not. I don't know. I'm just asking. You know what? I think her mom. I mean, she's still a mom, even though she's not the best mom. And mom is always going mama, and she's like, "Yo, I know your size. Let me." And it's also, I think, a tactic to manipulate Villanelle, um, just to be like, "Hey, like, because when does she magically? Pre- I mean, I should probably work on it, but Villanelle's asking questions, she's making her rounds. It's like, oh, I know what will appease." the daughter that I dropped off at the orphanage, I bought you this, this outfit, yo. You're going to have my ugly ass jumpsuit from the eighties. Yeah. We're cool, right? <laughs> yeah. This makes up for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Forgiven. It uh, looks like, um, like what is that material? It's like slippery, shiny, like, like a nylon? jumper. Maybe, maybe like a nylon, but like almost like windbreaker material or something. But it was like all of it. <laughs> it looks like the entire thing. Gene windbreaker material. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the worst. It's going to be but, noisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swish, swish, swish. When she like walked. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's giving it to her. She's like, please wear this all the time when you're around me. So she can always hear her sneak up on her. <laughs> and also here's a bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget this. 
Uh, here are some wind chimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and some uh, shoes. We... They're tap shoes. You can wear them all the time. You don't think it'll be too noisy? Well, yeah, but it'll, oh. it'll be entertaining. She'll sound like God. one of those one-man drum sets or whatever <laughs> that you, like, wear. And then, oh, and by the way, I got you a gift. It's a chip. I'm going to insert it behind your neck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why it not just keeps... do that? <laughs> Oh, that's hurt. <laughs> Everyone's doing it here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so we go to the Harvest Festival. And, How do we know, Mike? Uh, because the titles came up, Harvest Festival. <laughs> Boom. Boom. And uh, we see um, Eula shooting. I think it was Eula that was doing the shooting. Um, not bad. It's not bad. Really good. Yeah. Um, she misses the one, but she also hits the bull right between the eyes. In the uh, head, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we see there's that competition going on. There's the, the old, the classic carrying buckets, uh, on a, uh, pole through an obstacle course competition going on. We got vanilla doing, vanilla. (laughs) We got vanilla. (laughs) Vanilla. Uh, doing the, (laughs) uh, cup, the cup game. Where's the ball? She loved that. It has a proper excited. I'm just not sure what it's called. Um, and then she's doing, yeah, she's doing really well. She's super excited about it. And then the woman who runs the game is like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She's like, stop it. Yeah. Beat it. <laughs> beat it, punk. Uh, we see, uh, Fyodor, uh, hitting on someone. He's got a girlfriend too. It's not cool, dude. Maybe right. they, they showed that so we don't feel as bad when he gets blown up in the house. It's like, oh, these people are kind of. I mean, not that we need a reason because Villanelle's killed people over less, but I don't know. It's just showing us more of the type of person he is. Like, he's a flat earther and he's a cheater. <laughs> yeah, you, Joe, had me at flat, you had me at flat earther. You right. had me at blue man. You had me at lizard people. I don't need to see him hit on somebody with like his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, um, wow, Mike. You're really trying to get the negative reviews. Now we're going to get <laughs> a flat earther. All the flat earthers like, are going to come running. Oh, man. One star, one star. Zero <laughs> stars if I could. All right. So, um, Nadeja, Nadeja, um, wins the Poroshki contest once again for the 20th time. And Borka is very upset about this. And mom's not really being too consoling. Uh, but we think that they try to make it seem like she is. Like with what Villanelle sees. Yeah. Like, oh, like maybe my maybe my mother isn't so bad. Yeah. But we learn <laughs> she is. Uh, and then we get oh, yeah. the uh, Eula's quote-unquote dance group all uh-huh. around. Destiny's uh, Child. Incredible. That and, was my favorite moment. And they Incredible. Start, they start yeah. I, I, you know what? If they did a spinoff, I mean, they can't now because Eula is no longer with us, but... If, if they decided to just do a spinoff and suspend that even happening, oh, I'd watch it. Those she was sense. awesome. She was awesome. That I, character. Okay. I was waiting for at what? Um. <laughs> oh, wait, really quick. Before we move forward, I love that moment where Villanelle was playing the ball cup yeah. game and she was doing too well. And it, it was cool to see that one lady be like, bitch, like, stop yeah. winning. Yeah, <laughs> just, get out of here. Yeah, whatever she said in Russian, it was scram. awesome. Just I think she said scram and in, in Russian. Oh, man. And Vilna was like, oh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Like, <laughs> <Gulp>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah. And what else we have here? So yeah, they're all around. Uh, do they call you that? Because all of you get around and the one, uh, dance member is like, well, she's funny. She's funny. She's funny. I love their matching outfits. Oh, so the person good. That does costumes for this show are so good. Yeah. Like great. Yeah. Uh, we see Villanelle involved in a dung throwing contest. No gloves that I could see. And they were like dung frisbees. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, were like flat and dry. You're, <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never done a dung contest. All right. Grab your hand or grab your hand. <laughs> Throw your hand in. Scoop in. Uh, but I have my dung. hand. <laughs> now what do I do? Scoop up some dung and, and just launch it. Yeah. So you got I your dung like frisbees. If it's, if it's too loose. What what dung are you going to measure? Because it's going to spread out. Uh, yeah. I, so do dung Colorado? We say it wrong. <laughs> Does that actually exist? Like those kinds of con- like a dung contest? Oh, I think all of those contests that they showed exist. Yeah. You guys never been to like a small town fair? Um, yeah. I have, but sounds like no. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't believe me either. It sounds like no, we just asked you, is that why you're a pilot? <laughs> yes. No, I'm well, because well, I grew up in Germany, so the fests that I went to were probably different than American fests. Um either way there was no bucket, water bucket holding or dung throwing. So I, I was really like, oh, how much of this how much of this are they like making fun of like rural Russia and how much of these things like actually exist? Uh, a yeah, girl I, didn't know. I didn't see it as making fun. Um, I just assumed that those are things that, that happen. Yeah, yeah. And people assume the earth is flat. So <laughs> true. And we love all of them. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. The one started two. <laughs> yeah. So she's in a dung throwing contest and launches this thing pretty far and is very yeah. pleased with herself. Uh, Amazing reaction. Yeah. Yeah. She gets so the great. she gets the winning toss and gets caught up on the uh winning um she podium. platform? Yeah, winning platform. The podium. And podium? Uh, she gets platform? a she wins a fan. Podium. I love that the first place is a fan. <laughs> yeah. A tall one. Yeah. I don't know if it's an oscillating fan. Oh, it's gotta be. Does it? For first place? For first place, Mike? I should hope so. What do you think? The second place got a non-oscillating fan? Yeah, and maybe a short one. Yeah, a short non-oscillating. They're all just fan-based prizes. And the third place got a folded up piece of paper where they can just wave in front of their face. (laughs) They just got a fan, like a hand fan. Those are effective. (laughs) The hand fans? Yeah. I have made many a hand fan. Oh, sure. And when it's hot, you go. When I was in elementary yeah. school at St. Martin of Tours, uh, mm, when shout we were out. in the, uh, the old school, because you had the old school and you had the new school is what they were called because it was the old building and the new building. The old school <laughs> was not air conditioned. Uh, mm. So whenever the hot weather came, teachers would bust out, hand out some uh, loose leaf paper and you'd be folding that shit up. Oh, wow, like- Mike, I don't normally make fun of you for, like, your past, but that just sounded like the oldest story of all time. <laughs> like, my old school was literally an old school. <laughs> yeah. And there was no way seeing the old building, so they'd pass out paper that we then used to cool down. Oh, and I'm Southern, and you're retelling as well. I like that. Uh- <laughs> 
Good uh, God. Yeah. God, was this during the Dust Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I went to uh I went to and from school in a covered wagon. <laughs> On a rocky, rocky as, trail. As so the dust didn't get in my eyes and mouth. Oh my god. Uh Oh, Lord. So then we go to Eula's dance troupe, which is, I'm going to say, the worst. Oh, no. Counter. But what do you got? The best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I counter, mean, like she said counter. Opposite. <laughs> yeah. opposite. I loved it. Them dancing. I was like, oh. Like, I just imagine them practicing. Not really, but oh, I right. loved it. I think Eula has some stage presence. I thought she made good interaction and like eye contact with her audience. Yeah, that's why um, she's the Beyonce of the group. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like lots of by confidence. no means. Yeah, a lot of confidence, and by no means is she a Beyonce, but of that group, yes, she'd have the solo career, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Gwen Stefani also had a solo <laughs> career. Connections. <laughs> Uh, and that makes me think of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so everyone's having a good time, and Villanelle goes and talks to uh, Borka, and sitting next to her is a bunch of prizes. She's got the fan, she's got a <laughs> garden gnome, a big panda, and some giant oversized uh, sports balls. Um, so she she seems to have cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, she's doing. Yeah, we had a fun day. Yeah. Uh, and she stops Borka from hitting himself because once again he's just like, uh, uh, uh. Um, and he says that his mom actually was not helpful. That she said that he embarrassed the family and that he was stupid. Oh, oh not cool, mom. Uh, not cool no. at all. That's traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so awkward to hear that, and then she's like dancing and over there doing the wobble. And uh, not knowing that they're talking smack about her. You know? Yeah, and you got that creepy music kind of coming up, that ominous music. Uh, mm-hmm. She's watching her dance, and she's kind of you know, in the club. Uh, and, yeah, they're, you could see the Villanelle kind of make the decision here, more or less, to end this. Um, yeah. Uh, still, the, the generational cycle. Yeah. Uh, and the song, in, in that, they say, I see a darkness in you, uh, mm-hmm. comes up in their dialogue a little bit later on. Uh, um, so Villanelle is chopping tomatoes. Mom comes in, she turns around, she's got the fake blood in her eyes, and she's holding the knife. Apparently this was something that she used to do. As a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, as kids do. It's normal. You know. Uh, yeah. And mom They just is, pretend to cry blood. Yeah. Mom is not amused. Oh, did you guys did it? <laughs> I did not. No. Oh, wow. Missed out. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> yeah. um, mom's not amused and says, you're wasting food. And she's like, I could buy 10,000 tomatoes. And mom's like, uh, what? big deal. So what? Okay, 20,000. Okay, so who cares? You're wasting, you're wasting everything. You're not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then each time Villanelle said something truthful that she knew to be truthful, um, the mom would laugh. And she's like, why are you always laughing at things that aren't funny? Which is another um, another reason for Villanelle to just kind of end this, end this shit. Because she's just illustrating that she doesn't, she's not showing real remorse at this point for, for what she did. Uh, she's insulting her to her face. Uh, she's laughing at her for the little emotion that she is showing. 
uh, and the honesties, uh, the vulnerability that she's exposing. Um, yeah, mom's mom's not great. Not great. Not great. Mom's mom's definitely not great. But I, I'll say this: it's uh, I'll say it now. I didn't realize that she was so awful until we started talking about it. <laughs> like throughout the show, I was like, I kind of liked her. I was like, I, I kind of like this woman, but then you immediately literally pointed out maybe one or two things. And I was like, Oh, she's terrible. Yeah. Um, I think mom's arc in this show was pretty well done. Oh, um, it was great. From, begin- from the moment we see her to her being so sad and showing emotion and Villanelle being the one who is like, uh, what's happening here? Yeah. To the very end, like their almost roles had, had flipped. Um, yeah. Until Villanelle was, kind of steps back up. Yeah, definitely. She, yeah. that woman, that actress was incredible mm-hmm. and like did such a good job at like, just really, you didn't know what her deal was. Yeah. She was like a very complex character. And for like a 40 minute episode, we really got a lot from her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, with the mom. Well, in addition to that, like just great casting. Like I, I'm like, oh, they, that looks like Villanelle's mama. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see how the daddy looked though. Uh, then, um, but the other thing too is even when um, back uh, when she won the fan, just her mom's face when I think it was the stepbrother who said, "That's my sister." No, or was it PR Tar? I don't remember. It was PR Tar. Okay, PR Tar said, Tar. That's that's my sister." And her face was just like, yeah. I don't know. So I think the moments where she probably realized, oh, I might have to be a mom to this girl, you know, because um, she did initially cheer for her. And then even at the part where Villanelle wanted to be playful with her, she, I don't know, there's, she got some stuff going on where she yeah. just yeah. want to love, she does not want to love Villanelle. Yeah. She wants to control her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so then we get to this uh, last big scene, which I'm just going to uh, blow through the description of it so that we can talk about it. Uh, the mom tells her that she has to leave, that you are not a part of this family. You do not belong here. Uh, and Villanelle's like, you're going to take him to the orphanage. It's a lot easier to carry a little girl there than, it's gonna, than it would be uh, me. And she says, don't pretend that you were a good mother. Uh, or I'm sorry, don't pretend that you were a good kid. Um, and she says to her, don't pretend that you were a good mother or wife. And then she grabs her by the face. Yeah. Lower face. Yeah. Like got <laughs> yeah. in the cheeks. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the chin. She grabs her by the chin. Um, yeah. With but some... got her fingers like in the, like that space between your cheekbone and your jaw. Yeah. Why I oughta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, grabs her by there. the face uh, and says, you know, do not bring the darkness into this house. And I was like, you're you, me. You're the dark, you're the darkness. You're the dark one, Miss Dark, Dark, Dark. Um, Darky and, McDarkerson. Yeah, and she, they start talking about the father. He wasn't scared of me. He was sick of you, and you're like me. Um, and she tells Villanelle that she was bad from the beginning, saying that she didn't cry as a baby, that she ruined her, um, that she took their father from her, that he would do anything for Villanelle. Um, and that he thought that Villanelle would do something to them, specifically to the mom. Um, and Villanelle is throughout this getting pretty emotional, um, says, I didn't mind that you took me there to the orphanage. I didn't mind that you never came back for me. What I mind is that you will not admit what you are, that 
I am my mother's daughter, that you are like me. Oof. Oof. Same. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And stop blaming the babies. Yeah. I said, stop blaming the baby. Like, Uh, yeah. My, your, your, your father resented me. You yeah. didn't cry. It's like she was a baby, yeah. weird lady. Yeah. Also, a baby not crying. Uh, sign me up for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about framing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's like a thing, right? That's a thing for, um, like parents to resent their children for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she just had some, whether it's all linked to her. Um, her ex-husband, she definitely resents Villanelle for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was such a good scene. Yeah. And then she goes, oh. to say, get out of my house, oh. leave. Um, I don't, I don't want you here. What? So on so forth. And Villanelle, who is visibly shaken and upset, looks at her mom and says, I think I need to kill you, mama. Oh, and then so they did share this extended look back oh. and forth. Uh, almost which, like she accepted it. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I think that might just have to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like an agreement. Yeah. yeah. And agreed. I've looked at all yes, the timelines and, and this ahead. is the only one that works. This is what? the only way this can play out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, they were, they were so this kill, I guess you could say, because they don't even really show like any uh, like confrontation or like, like she doesn't grab. I'm I'm so glad they actually didn't show that, but just mm-hmm. that moment when she, and she struggles too. She's like, I think, uh, you know, and then they just stare at each other. She's just looking and chilling. If my daughter said she would go kill me, I'd be like, mm, let's try therapy. I love you. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. But let's- Let's assume that you're a killer too, though. Yeah. Oh, like if then, you're yep, a killer you're right. too, you're, right. you're just speaking the same killer language. You're right. I'd be like, oh yeah, I could see this coming. You, and I, <laughs> I would be like, I deserve to be killed because my stupid behind <laughs> pissed you off. Then what you would kill her like me? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, interesting though. That like all of Villanelle's kills are very personal and they're very intricate, but this one was like at a distance. Like she couldn't. It's almost like she couldn't see her mom die. Yeah. Uh, I would add that I'm also not convinced that the mom didn't know Villanelle was alive. Ooh, yeah. right. And, yeah. and that's, uh, that's another reason why she didn't want that want her around. Um, that she probably knew about the, the training. She knew that Villanelle's, she knew Villanelle's background. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think that any of that is is a secret to her. Totally, and the kids and the other yeah. family members. I think it for sure probably is. But to the mom, I think that she knows exactly the, uh, who Villanelle is and what is what she's capable of. And that's probably why she was just like, "Yeah, all right." Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to watch it again with that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, because even when she sees Villanelle for the first time, it it's just it seems like a really good acting job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we see her turn on the gas. She sets a lighter. She heads out. We see mom is already dead. So we don't necessarily see how she, how that was handled. Uh, Bjorka, Bjorka's alarm goes off, uh, with a little note that says, if you like surprises, head to the barn, something like that. (laughs) Thank God he likes surprises. (laughs) He's like, nah. (laughs) Hits the snooze. (laughs) (laughs) Um, surprise shmishmaish. 
um, goes back to bed. Ten more minutes. Uh, so he goes out to the barn, finds an envelope with a, a lot of money. A lot yeah. of money in it and says, go see Elton. Which That's like front row Elton John ticket yeah, right that's there. that's backstage. That's backstage wow. right there. He's going to be Elton John. Socially distance yeah. himself from Elton John. Um, but I don't think at this point you're going to be able to socially distance this kid from Elton John if they're in the, in the, if they're in the vicinity of each other. Yeah. He's going to hug him. Yeah, he's going to get glitter all on his face. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. Good for him. Honestly, if he gets corona, probably worth it to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not yeah. much for Ellen, but for the kid. <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, at he's risk. He's going to feel really bad if he kills Elton John. Like, oh, oh, this is getting dark. <laughs> oh. His <laughs> idol, can you imagine? Uh, Ellen's older. He's high risk. Exactly. I don't know. I think Elton is in the same category as like Ringo and Mick, where it's like, uh, they've got another 15 years, <laughs> whether we like it or not. You know, it's like just, they're going to keep going. I would Do like it. Do you think it. Mick like has another 15 years? I think, I mean, I mean, if he's come this far, my point is Elton would survive. <laughs> Ooh, do we have an out of out of episode lock or an out of show lock? <laughs> do we have a real life lock? Oh, no. Sorry. Wait, hang on, hang on. Real life lock. <laughs> ah, it's opened. Good. <laughs> uh, so fifteen years from now we will have a podcast. <laughs> That's when we'll open the vault back up and see if this is true. Uh, All right. So this kid is going to meet out on John. Good for him. Yes. And um go to the barn. We ha- we have him there and Peter's there. He's awake and sees this kid uh, Bjorka open up the envelope and then from the back <laughs> explosion and Villanelle is walking off uh, like what's her face walking away from the car. Uh, oh, Angela Bassett, boo. Yeah. yeah. Yes, wait to exhale reference. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so the okay. only thing I would add here is that we saw Peter we saw Borka. We saw the uh, Eula and Fyodor and the mom. I don't didn't see that. I don't think that we saw dad. So I don't know if it's just assumed that he's dead and somewhere in the house, or maybe he had a late night and he's not there. And maybe we're going to see him in a major way. Is that it? Yeah, that's or that actor uh, just couldn't make it to set that day. <laughs> They were like, we can do the scene without him. Also possible. I don't think they would have done like pillows under her <laughs> and like a wig just to be like, look, he's there. Yeah. He's like, uh, being from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And then Villanelle's little grunt, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. why'd you make me kill you, mom? Yeah. Pretty much. And yeah. The final scene of her oh. train just going through. Wearing the jumpsuit. Dress, uh, jumpsuit yeah. dress. Yeah. 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 TBD. Uh, and going through every emotion, listening to something bouncing, but going through every single emotion on her face, which I thought was just pretty great. Cause you could see this ride that Villanelle is going on, uh, both figurative and uh, literally. It was pretty great. Well, did y'all see, what, oh, sorry. Did y'all see, I marked it in my notes, but she looked directly into the camera, like briefly. It's a, if you go to the AMC 
40 minutes, 36 seconds when she's going through that. It's like she looks directly into the camera. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <at> me. <laughs> girl, what you shoot? Anyway, if you see it again, just me. Oh, I got chills. Sorry, Whitney, go where you. Oh, just saying like that whole scene reminded me of going back to what I think Constantine said either end of season one or two about no season two, I think where he's telling Eve, like make her hate you. Like, look what she does to the people she loves. Yeah. So it's like, I think she was like, did want her mom to be like a good mom and did want her mom to love her and like wanted that mom love, but it's just like, couldn't, couldn't get it. Her yeah. mom sucked. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's, you know what? I think if her mom would have just confessed, like, like, Hey, you know what? I messed up. Cause then at least Villanelle could be like, okay, you're helping me make sense of who I am. But instead yeah. you're just making me feel rejected and horrible. And you're also making baby boy feel horrible. I, I, you guys to go because you ain't going to be honest. And Villanelle loves when people honest. So yeah, that's I what mean, they're, me almost, briefly. they're like too similar. I mean, she's her mother's daughter and neither of yeah. them were able to just admit their wrongdoing essentially. Yeah. I also think it's possible that, uh, unless I'm forgetting earlier, uh, backstories that have been established, which is possible, uh, that the mom, that this whole orphanage is part of a training, uh, program. Um, so not that the, not that she was taken out of the orphanage to be a part of the training program, but maybe the mom sent her to this orphanage, left her there as part of like an agreement between her and the, the FSB or whatever, uh, organization, the 12, um, to, oh, yeah. uh, and where they raise people to be assassins. Yeah. Maybe we later in the season, we see like links, um, or communication between mom and like the 12 or people who were like associated with the orphanage. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, it could also be why dad left. Uh, maybe there was a conversation between them where she didn't want her daughter to, to do that. Um, or he didn't want the the daughter to be involved in this program or something, or they got in a fight around Villanelle. He left and then she was like, all right, fine. You're being part of this program. I don't know. That's a lot of guess. A lot of guesswork. Cool lock though. Yeah, rogue, rogue lock. Mm-hmm. Rogue lock. All You're right, putting yourself in a guessing gulag, if you will. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty gulag. Pretty gulag. <laughs> uh, quick round of winners and losers. What do we got? Let's do winners first. Primary winner, and then if there's any secondary winners, we'll hit them. So, I'm gonna, my, Whitney, no, please go. No, you go ahead. Okay. Well, every time I feel like I go before you, I feel like I take yours. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if it happens. Um, well, so honestly, this episode was really hard for me to come up with a winner. Um, I think, but my winners are the brothers simply because they lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, baby bro got a shit ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> so those were my, I had like, duo winners yeah whitney cool um i am going to say my winners are there's two of them i don't know their names uh but the backup dancers and the dance (laughs) troupe yeah because they just got upgraded 
the front yeah. center. <laughs> they were better dancers and uh, they had more heart. And so now they just get a really shine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tia? Oh, uh, winner. Yeah, those are, I, I think I literally, <laughs> winners. I'm like, yeah, dancers, the brothers. Uh, so I'll say something different. I, um, I'll say Elton John is the winner. <laughs> Uh, you know, if I was Elton, if I was Elton John and I'm, you know, in England on lockdown and I saw myself on Killing Eve, I mean, uh, and then, you know, little kids out there, probably if they're watching Killing Eve, if they're allowed to turn on like, Oh, who's this Elton John? Yeah. Crocodile Rock came back. Um, so I'll just a, say a huh? change too for that too. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So congrats Elton John. Yeah. And that <laughs> Crocodile Rock um dance is something I feel like right now during self-isolation and quarantine is something that would probably go viral. Like watch this family do a crocodile rock dance. Um, so yeah, I can see Elton, Elton being a winner. My winner also Elton related is um, um, Borka for getting the money as Kelly mentioned. Uh, and he's going to be able to live his, live his dream. Assuming that, uh, Peter kind of helps him purchase the different things that he needs to do because <laughs> he's pretty young. Um, and like a minor. Yes. Like, can you even <laughs> buy a plane ticket if you're that, if you're 10? Somebody oh. in Russia, right? Maybe. Uh, maybe he's going to do like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone 2. Oh, um, oh boy. Record. Yeah. His well, there, maybe I dead. One ticket to London, please. <laughs> And Mike, you just made me realize they are going to need to buy a new house, I guess, unless they just live in the barn, but. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and they're going to need to buy new Elton John posters. They ain't got no house no more. They're going to need to know that. everything. They're going to need to know everything. Yeah. Oh, so that they, the money going to go to a, buying a new house and then right. going to see Elton. Losers. Going backwards. Tia. Oh, shoot. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I think it would be easy to be like, oh, no, um. I don't know. That's I almost was thinking, should she be a winner and a loser for this? But ultimate loser for me is going to be the dad. Um, not Villanelle's dad, but the dad, the man who married Tatiana. Harry Potter dad. Yeah. Right. Harry Potter dad. Because he ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> he, wasn't, he has nothing to do. And even though we didn't see his body, um, assuming that he did die in the explosion, I feel so bad. Like third wife was not a charm. She has all this bad history. And now he did because her orphan daughter came back and he was, and he was 10 in the garden. Yeah. He's a nice dude. They did. Yeah. They, they went out of their way, not went out of their way, but each time they would show him, it was doing something nice or saying like very wholesome and peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Which may again be why they didn't show him dying. And maybe he's, maybe he lives to do something and maybe he becomes a villain seeking revenge. Tatiana, I love you. Uh, Whitney. Uh, my loser is going to be the three cups, one ball lady. Uh, <laughs> she thought she was going to clean up at the festival. She's like, oh, all these flat earthers are so fucking dumb. They always <laughs> guess the right one. She's like, going to clean up, make some money, and then Villanelle cleaned her out. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. I'm going to go with the obvious choice and say Villanelle. Um, I mean, A, I think she deserves it for that freaking stellar acting job at the end. And I do like, I do think this kill messed her up. Yeah. Like, I think like, 
mentally, emotionally, like she had to get to a, or she's experiencing things that she's probably hasn't experienced from a kill before. And for someone who can't manage feelings well, I think that's like a pretty terrible situation to be in. Yeah. Imagine when she sees Eve again, because they're both coming off of, like they're going to be both very, very vulnerable when they finally yeah. see each coming other. Coming off of fresh trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smell the trauma in the air. Oh, um, God. For me, uh, uh, my loser is uh, the mom. Uh, mm. she's, she, she thought that she had everything worked out for herself. Uh, new husband. Uh, she's got kids. She's treating them in a way that she seems to enjoy whether that, that, you know, we know that that's not good, but she, she seems all right with everything. Um, and then here comes her past catching up with her and burning shit to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Powerful. Episode, yeah. Uh, it was, any, it was a doozy. Any final thoughts? Did anyone watch the uh, making of the episode? Yes. I did with the house. Yeah. Yeah. I did see that the behind the scenes. That was good. What was I just, ways? Yeah, I was I was still kind of glued to the screen after that last scene. Um, but again, 40 minutes, 36 seconds. Please take a look. Um, and I cried. I cried. That was the second time I cried was the train scene. That was she gonna win another award, y'all. That's all I'm gonna say. When she looked into your soul. She did. <laughs> she looked into all of our souls. Um, man, so good, so powerful. And and I'm so I hope they I don't think we, I wouldn't mind if they did this with another character in the future, like with Constantine or something like that. But yeah, I loved that this was all just Villanelle and her backstory and we earned it after three seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, and I guess that will wrap up this episode. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you, Tia. Uh, thank you, Andrew from afar. And thank you all for listening. See you next week. Bye. 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 Shocking when your feet just can't keep still